What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 58 of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast, and uh, we're doing a little something different this episode. Uh, I have a guest on. This guy uh, has been wanting to be on the podcast for a while now. I've been wanting him on this podcast for a while. Uh, just I, I love people's passions. I want to learn uh, more about this guy and you know how passionate he is about film. Uh, he is a film major. Just input that. Uh, his name is Levi Smith. So everybody, put your hands together for Levi Smith. Hi, what's up, man? Hey, man. How you doing? Dude, pretty great, man. I, finally being able to get you on this podcast after how long now? Exactly. It's been it's been months, bro. I've nice. been I've been asking this guy for so long because he always he's always talking about his podcast and everything, and I'm a fan and. I've uh, I've really just been wanting to get on here and, and say some things just because um, I love this man I love what he does and uh, I I know that we're passionate about you know kind of a lot of the same things media driven things we uh, we we kind of have the same mindset in that regard we're very passionate about the things we love to do so um, I definitely wanted to just get on here and talk with you man oh for sure and look you know that I don't really have guests much mm, uh, so yeah. that's probably why it's been a, a while I'm I'm very bad about saying no to people uh, for sure because as, so, as soon as I started this podcast and I had my first guest on here uh, it was just out of randomness everybody was like oh man I, I really want to be on your exactly. podcast and stuff and I'm like I don't do it all the time it's exactly. like hard to get on the same you know time and everything exactly. I mean it's hard to, it's hard to schedule things and that's that's totally fair I mean with uh, with whenever somebody says hey I have a podcast or hey I do this thing that's that's like media driven and everything it's just it's all like kind of people want a piece of it they're all like oh this is really really cool I'd love to I'd love to be on there as well and it's totally fair you know to to not really be able to schedule as much just because you know you're around a bunch of college students who are also very busy and you're very busy doing your own thing uh, but that's really fair. I mean, for for me, I'll have people sometimes ask me, hey, man, can I be in a movie? You can write me into your next script. And I'm all like, haha, I don't know. You have to actually be, you got to be good at acting. We would, you know, there's there's a lot more to it than just like, yeah, come on. It's not a big deal. You it, know? It's very hard to say no. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not going to like say no to like not having people on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think what I'm now wanting to do with it is just basically, uh, is just, People have passions. I love people's passions. I love hearing about what people like to do in their free time or spare time or just what they really just enjoy doing. And so, um, I, you know, you really love film. Yeah. And so I just wanted to get you on here to be able to kind of like, you know, get this ball rolling and Absolutely. just kind of like talk about yourself. And, you know, you just made a movie. So, yeah, I mean, I was like, yeah, I, amazing movie, by the way. Yeah. I watched that the other day. And Thank so you, I just kind of wanted to so, – when did you even get into film? That's that's a that's a great question, man. All right, guys, my name's Levi. It's good to meet y'all. Um, you can you can kind of see I'm I, I like my name. I like uh, I like wearing my brand is what I call it. Oh yes, sir. Uh, but my name's Levi. I um I grew up in um, in Arkansas. And I, um, I always sort of um, was passionate about telling stories. I was always kind of passionate about um, kind of getting p- things out there for people. I always loved YouTube. I always loved um, th- th- those kind of media-driven uh, things and ways to tell stories. So um, we started a YouTube channel with, uh, with, my, with my friends, you know, back when we were just living in our own little neighborhood there. Um, and we were just making little bitty short silly videos and everything. Um, but we never really, um, we never really stopped, you know, it was just like we would make them here and there. Uh, not all of it's available to watch now just because a lot of it's really cringy, (laughs) but, um, we, uh, we just kept making those and I never, I never really wanted to stop. I never had the desires to stop. And I just, I kind of kept making videos here and there on my phone. Um, and, uh, eventually it got to the point where I had the opportunity to go to college and like do school for it. Um, so, uh, you know, just recently graduated with a, uh, film degree and, um, right now it's, you know, it's been a few months now, uh, school's starting back up for other people. Not for me though. Cause I, I've already graduated. So now I'm just into the real world and trying to make it, man. Hey, don't worry. Uh, this is where I help you out in the real world area. Uh, yeah, I lasted a exactly. month in college. So man, that's, I, that's where we met. That's, that's where, where we met. That's where we met. Yeah. Like, I wanted to get into film and I was like, oh, Actually, I didn't even know if I really wanted to get into film. It was just like, okay, cool. I edited some stuff. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? 
COVID happened, I might as well just try the college route. Exactly. And then I found you at church, mm-hmm. and uh, you invited me to go onto one of your like sets. One of the sets. Yeah. What movie was that again? That was called The Hat Man, and that was my that was my horror film that I made uh, for my uh, film production two class. And uh, really, what that was was it was sort of a way to test my abilities. I kind of wrote the script. It was probably about a. Uh, five-page script or so, which for for those of you who don't make movies is not a very long script. Usually, uh, they teach us in film school that um, per one page of script equals one minute of film. So um, I was thinking, oh yeah, this will probably be like a five-minute movie or something. I stretched it out in the edit as much as I could, and I barely got like three minutes and 30 seconds out of the thing. So it's a very, very short movie. Um, but it was, um, it, it had a lot of stuff that I like to do in there. It had characters that I liked to write. I got to kind of hone my writing skills a little bit more. Um, it had some visual effects in there that I really like to do. You know, I, I, I'm a big VFX guy. I really like things that are kind of um, larger than life and can't really happen, so you have to do them digitally. I love doing that kind of stuff. Um, and that's kind of what uh, the Hat Man served as. And then after we got done with that, that was the FP2 assignment. FP3 and 4 would be when we, uh, when we make our final capstone films. And that would have been the one that you watched. That would have been Double Trouble. So um, we, uh, you know, Hat, Hat Man was a fun experience. Um, I don't know about for you because we were, we were on there pretty late. I mean, I remember, I remember Dawson came up to me at one point and he was like, man, I still got to drive home. I'm going to keep it real with you. I got to I gotta get out of here. Well, I'll be honest. I think that set made me realize that not maybe film may not be for me. Well, you know, it's not it's not for everyone. And that's mm-hmm. that's totally fair. It's not for everyone. And it's really just um, it's really just it, it is it is pretty specific. You know, you do have to be um, pretty specifically wanting to do that. Um, and it's not like it's not like podcasting. Like you said, podcasting is a lot different. Um, he said this off screen, podcasting is a lot different than filmmaking. Um, and there's just a lot of different things that go into it. So man, if I was able to help you, you know, realize that, 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 you know, you wanted to do other media type stuff and you wanted to do, you know, comedy and that was what you were really more passionate about, man, more power to you for sure. Oh, for sure. Well, the thing was, is I always wanted to do stand up. Absolutely. But the thing was, is like, I felt pressure to go into college because, I did not want to just flip patties for the rest of my oh, life or yeah, that makes just sense. have like some minimum wage job yeah. and just, you know, I don't know, be in the college ministry and just, <laughs> I always feel awkward in the college ministry when people ask me, oh, what degree do you have? And I'm like, well, I dropped out. And it's like, I'm like going to be that 40 year old guy that's still going to be repping the college merch. Man, and, you should have just, <laughs> you should have just went with it and be all like, I got, I got a degree in comedy. And they'll be all like, oh, they offer that at this school? And you're like, no. <laughs> well, well, actually at that point, I wouldn't even said no. I just kept it going if they believe that. Yeah, man. Look, if they had a degree plan for comedy, I would completely go and do that because that is actually a very, would be an awesome thing. Just comedy school in general. I think, is that, is that a degree somewhere? Because I think I've looked it up before. I, I could have sworn I saw that there was a comedy degree like somewhere. What, wasn't Dervry? very big. Say again, Devry University. Could or something. be, <laughs> man. I don't know. I again, I'm not. I'm no comedian myself. Um, I love, you know, I love the, I love the kind of stuff you guys do. I love you guys' dedication for it. But I, I think I looked it up a while back just because I was really curious. I was like, is comedy a degree anywhere? Is that something you can actually study and go do? Um, and uh, I, for some reason, it sounds really familiar that there was. Like well, you know what? We got. We, that's why we got Google here. That's why we got Google. Yeah. So, <laughs> Are there comedy degrees anywhere in the U.S.? No, but I, um, I again, I, I do admire the passion and everything for it, and I do think that um, I do think that I would enjoy it for a moment, but it's just not really, it's just not really something I'm cut out for overall. I really like more things that I can um, fine tune and edit and you know work on for like two or three months before anybody sees them. So that's why I think I got into filmmaking. You know? Oh, for sure. Well, I mean. That, that, well, actually, uh, fine arts and film. So fine that, arts that's, and film that's shows one up. of the degree plans. Yeah. I think it's just basically fine arts and comedy. Okay. Uh, so you can study it. There are you places can, you can, can study it. You can study it, but it's more of like a, I guess, taking like a creative writing class yeah. or yeah. stuff like that. A, a lot of... A lot of the arts degrees and a lot of the so, – so if we do something like a drama degree or we do a, a film degree um, and uh, something in fine arts like that, a lot of it is so subjective that you can kind of teach the class in any way that you would want to, I'd assume. Again, I've never taken a comedy class, but I have taken drama classes and I have taken the filmmaking classes where um, – 
the teacher can be really, you know, it's all like, this is all about what you want to do. This is all about how you interpret these things. And, you know, that's why, that's why kind of people with more creative mindsets and everything, um, tend, tend to, you know, be, be less, I, I would say, um, hmm confined to one specific solution. You know, if you're taking an analytical class, like a math class or a science class, you're going to have a lot of ways to solve problems, but you're usually going to get one solution. Um, uh, but with, with something like comedy or drama or filmmaking, it's always going to be about like, how can you interpret this in the way that you want to, how can you make something new? And that's what, that's, that's really what I, um, what I love about kind of the field that we're in. Oh, for sure. And, and that's the thing is, of of course, uh, what I really love to do and stuff like that doesn't have like that perfect degree plan or that just that perfect little thing where you're like, all right, cool, I'm gonna go do this. Here's some classes for it, yeah. and then boom, send you on your way. Exactly. Comedy is one of those things where I just don't think a lot of comics like to you know admit that they're learning from each other. Yeah. And it's more of like a cutthroat game. Yeah. To then like you walk in there and you say some jokes or whatever, and if you do, like absolutely do amazing compared to. Uh, another person that goes up yeah. or if someone goes up and they kill and then you don't do so good, then automatically you're like, okay, he's an enemy. Hmm, yeah. It, that, it, that's what it feels yeah. like. And, and when it I can. first started getting into st uh, comedy, that's what I started stumbling with is exactly. like, I walked in there. I was like, okay, cool. I'm by myself. It's a cutthroat scene. I'm going to have to go in there, make a name for myself and then like hopefully get some respect and then uh, just see where, where things go. Where goes. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just so happy now that like what ended up happening was is that Austin did not work out mm, because yeah. I went there with I graduated high school went there with full intentions of just I listened to Joe Rogan podcast yeah you know I I had this whole plan and this prediction that he was gonna go down there <laughs> and make a comedy club mm -hmm. and just blow up the comedy scene down there which and what he does has. he do yeah he, he has yeah, but the thing exactly. is though is COVID really like destroyed that whole like dream for me in that in that time yeah and that's and that's why and that's why I think God opened these new these new doors for you and was able to kind of you know um get you in a place where you can have a community that you love for a while get you back like on your feet like 100% and then you get you you start this podcast and everything and you continue doing that and you just kind of continue honing your skills so that whenever this other door does open that that you're about to that you're about to go through um you're you're well prepared for it man um, and, uh, got, got to work in that way sometimes, you know, oh, dude, he works in crazy ways I know. for sure. Like, exactly. I mean, I did, I didn't think comedy was going to be still in my life. It's, 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 it's such a different, you know, um, it's such a different field. It's such a different field that I don't think, you know, I, I don't know any other comedians than you, you know, I don't know any other comedians than you, but it's so cool that I, that I do know you. Um, and, uh, that's, that's just one of the, you know, unique things, uh, about you. And, um, I, I'd like to think that people kind of think the same thing about me, you know, whenever I tell them kind of the fields that I'm in and everything. Um, but, uh, you just, you just don't meet a lot of comedians, dude. You just don't. Uh, honestly, I, I wanted to do an open mic here in Conway. Yeah. Uh, that's what I really wanted to yeah. do. But like I couldn't find enough people to be like, okay, I, I want to get on with it. Yeah. yeah, well, or just I want to get on stage and just tell some jokes. I would try That's to convince fair. people. I'm like, hey, it's not that bad. Yeah. Just go up on stage, just try it out, <laughs> and we'll just see where it goes. Well, it's it's so intimidating, you know, for for people. And um, I used to, for for whatever reason, you know, when I was growing up in school, I did do two like two years of theater. But throughout that entire time of those two years of theater, I had stage fright. It was the weirdest thing ever. And now I don't mind getting on stage and and talking to people. You know, I don't think I would mind doing a a, a one stand up act. I just know that it's probably not something I'm cut out to do long term. <laughs> Um, but, uh, it would be, uh, it would be, it would be crazy if that, if that actually could happen. Maybe, maybe somebody at some, someday will like come up and, um, and try and like make that happen. Um, for, for now though, Arkansas, <laughs> not, not too big for, for comedy. That's for sure. Oh, oh for sure not. It's, <laughs> that's why, that's why God's blessed me with the opportunity yeah. to go to Phoenix for sure. He was like, Hey, you got to get out of here. Dude. Exactly. It is yeah. boring in this state. I'm with you. But um, <laughs> that's why, like, for example, like film and film, though, is correlating to comedy in the sense that a lot of comedians do acting. Yeah. I don't really ever see myself in the acting role, though. I, I did. Uh, do you know who John Cobb is? I do now. Yes. Okay. So yes. I love that guy. Dropped. <laughs> I love that guy. But uh, no, so shout out to him. He he does amazing stuff at UCA. My man's in the awesome. Film as, as well. And he 
asked me to be in one of his little short yeah. films, and I was like, dude. I, it sounded like he wrote that script just for me. Really? And then he just called me up. And he was like, hey, yeah. I need a long-haired, skinny kid. That's I need a long-haired, skinny kid. Basically, I wrote you into the script. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. I wrote you with in mind, and I expected you to say yes. Well, but. yeah, man. I, I saw John. John does great work. I, I want to work with him so bad. Me and me and Brett both. Brett is my Brett, Brett is my partner in filmmaking, and uh, we both really want to work with him. He does, he does really, really great work, but... Um, you know, it's uh, film filmmaking here uh, in Arkansas is growing. You know, it's a growing community and it is starting to kind of ramp up a little bit. And me and Brett uh, have been trying to, you know, on the cusp of after, you know, after, after we graduated, made our own movies and everything, got those into film festivals. We've kind of been trying to... Um, sort of show off Arkansas as like a nice place to film a nice place to make movies so that those people in LA or those people in Georgia, um, will, will see it and be all like, Hey, this is a, this is a kind of a pretty place. that's like cheap to film at. We should go there and make stuff so that we don't have to, you know, spend as much money on making movies, but we're still making quality content. Um, and if we can do that, you know, if we can draw some eyes to Arkansas, you know, it, it may start, who knows the film industry here may start booming. And we, um, you know, we will be like blessed to have been a part of that. Well, well, wouldn't you say the biggest problem with filming in Arkansas is you don't know if you're on private property or not? That would that would be part of the case. Honestly. If some guy comes out with a shotgun, you can't do much about it. If you're if you're on his property, man, that's just that's just what's gonna that's that's so that can happen. Have you so ever often rented in that? Arkansas. Say again. Have you ever ran into that? Not when I was filming. I did have somebody. Uh, this was back when I was a back when I was a kid. Again, I I, I told you the when I grew up, I grew up in a pretty safe neighborhood. Um, and, uh, for the most part, but we would always like go down to the Creek as kids and everything. And, um, I think I ended up one time we went down way past where we normally go. Um, and, uh, there was this, I think we were behind a farm or something. We started seeing cows and everything. And then this guy just comes out. He goes, you guys are trespassing. You guys are trespassing. All. And, 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 and we as kids were all like, what does that mean? And then, and then he said, you're, you're breaking the law. You need to get off my property. And we were all like, okay, we'll go back. So, uh, it, it's very, it's a very real concern, you know, for, um, for people in Arkansas, especially if you haven't cleared that and, and gotten that location. So that's why whenever we go, um, and do location scouting in Arkansas, we're always pretty safe about where we've, where we've looked and who we've asked about it. Yeah. Because I, that's what I feel like is the biggest issue is because even being on film sets with John or mm. anybody else, yeah. it's like, what what do you have to do to like do you have to just go ask them and then do you have to get a permit you you don't have to get a permit in arkansas just because most of the time you don't have to get a permit in arkansas unless you want to like shut down a street or something you uh, know uh, you'd have to talk to the cops about that for sure but if you just want to film on somebody's property you just ask them you just ask them and you're just like you know um like hey i'm shooting this film um can we can we shoot here is that chill um, and most of the time people are pretty cool about it, you know, one way or another. Some people are like, no, I'm not too comfortable with that. And most people are just like, he heck yeah, man, come on. Uh, not a big deal for the, for Brett's film that we did, uh, the lucid cure. Um, he made, uh, he made the attempt. He lives in Fayetteville. So, um, a, a bigger city than, than Conway, um, a little bit bigger than Little Rock. Um, but uh, Fayetteville has a lot of really great locations, and he, he got this, like, really small uh, chapel, really beautiful inside, and we got to film in there. Uh, oh, and nice. all he did was ask the people who owned it, and they were totally chill with it. They said it's been in the family for a long time, totally fine with it. Um, and uh, that, film has, that film is really, really beautiful because of it, just because of the locations we got. So I, how do you feel about all these YouTubers that just go film and they don't even ask? Man, you know... I, <sighs> I, I, I gotta be honest, like they, they're, they're, they're doing what they can for content, but they could be doing it in, in, in a better way. You know, they could be doing it in a better way. They could be doing it with more, um, you know, by, by asking permission and everything. The thing is though, there's that, that, that like daredevil energy that you get from the videos. They're just all like, Oh, they're not supposed to be here right now. You know, like when they go stay overnight in a Walmart or something like that, like I really, you know, do you, do you have to do that? Um, I just feel bad for that one guy that's like stocking shelves. Exactly. And he, they just, they like unload the toilet paper, and there's just like three guys and just, by like, oh, and they're just oh. hanging out like, oh, was the store closed? Was, we didn't know. No, I'm so sorry. No, yeah, and and that's really um, it, there's there's a there's an aspect where you do have to start being 
professional um, or there are going to be consequences for it. Um, but anybody in the filmmaking scene and anybody who actually wants to make it in the filmmaking scene is going to ask for permission. There's no way there's no way we can't because if we didn't ask for permission and things like that, you build up a reputation pretty quick uh, of like, oh, these people are just doing this, you know, whenever they whenever they darn well please. And um, it's it just wouldn't be ideal for for a filmmaker to to do something like that. So uh, people on YouTube, they need to be careful. Uh, and they need to understand that there might be consequences, you know, dude, who knows? Like, I mean, keeping it real. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're the biggest consequence, especially if, uh, all the beautiful areas in Arkansas would be the guy that comes out with his shotgun. With the shotgun. Worst that was definitely, um, that's the biggest thing about filming, uh, around here. People are not so, uh, they're not kind. super nice. Um, if you're, if you're messing with their property, you know, as long as you keep to yourself, it's all right. Um, but, uh, People in Arkansas are notoriously very proud of where they live, and uh, they are uh, they would they would not hesitate to um, let you know that you are where they live. <laughs> yeah, do not mess with the natural state. For sure, that, yeah. that's for sure, man. Exactly. Don't. <laughs> the only thing that's more natural is their bloodline. Yeah, for, for sure. sure right absolutely, it's the natural state. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but uh, that's why you know the stuff that I do on YouTube is uh, a lot of the time something that I've had time to hone and that's not, you know, I don't do very public videos very often, you know, uh, because that's just kind of a line that I don't normally try and toe. Um, so I'll, I'll, do, um, I'll do work on YouTube that's a lot more to myself and work for people and do freelance stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, been, it's been great. It's so much fun. Oh, for sure, dude. That, that, that's awesome. Um, but a little bit more about like, so tro double trouble. I watched that. Yeah, man. Um, and that, it was a short film about, what was it? 15 about minutes? 15 minutes. About 15 yeah. minutes. I watched it the other day and I'll be honest. I love, did you do all the graphics? I did. The I, graphic effects? Well, so here, let me just give a bit of context. Uh, double trouble is my capstone film. Like I would talked about, we do FP two where we have a smaller film and then we do FP three and four where we plan direct and shoot um, our final film for college. So this was my final film, my magnum opus. This is what people are going to see. You know, what did Levi Smith go to college for? Okay, well, he made this movie. So I was trying to think, what kind of movie can I make? What kind of movie do I want to make? I, I was thinking, like, I sort of want to make a movie that shows off all of my talents and also sort of my, my talents as a director. So what can I do? How can I gather a bunch of people together that can make a really cool film? Um, and uh, get them to work together in a way that works. Um, so Double Trouble is about two uh, teenagers named Alex and Lewis who stay overnight uh, in an arcade. We're, we're talking about how people hang out in a, in a Walmart overnight. These two kids uh, stay in, um, stay in, hide in the bathroom of an old arcade overnight. Trespassing? Um, yeah, basically. <laughs> no, yeah, um, but they um, they stay overnight in an arcade and they hide from the staff. And then uh, they got the arcade to themselves, having a great time. Then they get sucked into a video game. So then it gets starts getting weird and it starts getting kind of into that that whole like larger than life stuff that I like to make. I love to make fantasy. Um, but uh, really, you know, whether or not they get out of that game, you'll have to watch the movie and find out. Oh, for sure. Um, but it's uh, it's a fun film, and it's um, it's it's really cool. It's got a lot of like like Dawson was saying, graphics and uh, visual effects and everything. Again, that's the kind of stuff that I like to make. Um, and uh, there is a four minute animated scene where they're in the video game, um, and uh, I happen to um, you know happen to be involved again with my freelance work and the things that I do on YouTube. I, I'm involved with a bunch of people who are animators that know how to animate in that way, um, as well as myself. I do. Uh, a, a good bit of it as well for for my work um so um we we all just kind of collaborated and i would commission people basically to make parts of this animated scene so that whenever we put it all together it just comes uh, to a concise scene of a of a larger movie um and so we would shoot the live action parts on um on set at the arcade um, that we found in Arkansas and then, uh, the animated stuff we didn't even have to worry about at all on set. And that was all post-production editing and sound design, things like that. That is awesome. I, my question is, is there was a lot of like digital effects yeah. in, in the mix of yeah. there. I am curious about how many hours you put in to making those digital effects. Cause I was like, I, I don't even know what the process yeah. is because the only editing that I do is little minute 
like little Things podcast like, yeah. stuff and like it's easy maybe some color grading i'm with you but when it comes to like editing like that how many hours well um, i i gotta be honest i didn't calculate them but i can give you a rough estimate really um it comes down to your you have editing in general so that's just all cutting everything together so we cut all of the live action scenes together we do the dialogue there, you know, sync up the audio, all that good stuff um, from when we were on set. Um, and then uh, you've got your animated scene, which that was just like in progress months beforehand anyways. It had to be so that we could get it finished on time. I knew that, you know, I had it storyboarded out like five, six months before we even started shooting the film. Just so that I could get it to those animators and they could start animating to it. So we, uh, we had that going a few months beforehand. There were some visual effects in there, in and out of the, the game, like when they're, well, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, whenever they happen to get sucked into the game, there, there are some flashy things that occur. Um, those probably took like, you know, two, three hours per shot, really. It's not, it's not extremely long. Mainly what, happened, what was more time-consuming was how long just getting everything put in a timeline was, you know, because it was just like, I, I have this scene here, um, beforehand, then they're in the video game. I don't have this scene done yet, so it's not finished. So there's finished animation, there's unfinished animation, and there's finished animation again after it. So it just started getting really convoluted. And I was just like, okay, I just need to make sure that everything in this timeline is finished whenever I, whenever I actually upload it. Um, and it was just really me watching over that 15 minutes that, that was over and over just to make sure everything's finalized, color grade was finalized. And I don't know, man. It, we, we were working on it for months. We were working on it for like a good solid three months before it all came together. I, I love to hear that. <laughs> it, was, I, I, it was a grind. Because it was in this generation, one. you don't really hear a, a lot about people just grinding out stuff. Man. You know, like it's, people love being handed stuff. And yeah, so, yeah. And, and so I love, like, that's part of the reason of just having people on this podcast. Yeah. So just, uh, you know. Like I see, I see that you're putting in the work, dude. I watched that thing. I was like, I was absolutely amazed. I felt like I was legit watching like a Steven Spielberg. Well, man. like you know, uh, yeah. like I could see something huge in the future. Well, Plus, also, like I don't want to ruin like the movie at all. I, you know, people who ruin movies, like my friend, like I, I don't even, I'm not a big star Wars guy. Uh, I'm not, no. I'm, I bet you have a lot of opinions about people who ruin movies. I've but, got, I've got a, I've got a few bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, it's like, Father's Day about I remember it like it was yesterday oh, because yeah. it's just it, Father's Day three years ago mm-hmm. I was gonna go see the new Star Wars you know the one where Han Solo died and yeah, so yeah right before I went and saw the movie I called my friend up and I told him what I was doing I was like hey I'm gonna go with my uh, mom yeah and my stepdad we're gonna go watch the new Star Wars movie and those things are long they are yeah. they're enormously long and then um, he right before he ended the call he goes Han Solo dies Man. and then he just clicked and I was like okay all right so I just sat there the whole entire movie. Waiting, waiting for, this for guy. Han Solo to die. I, I I wished it happened in the beginning. I really did, but you so know. you get it over with <laughs> exactly. Man. So I can enjoy the rest of it. Enjoy but it. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about people who just the spoil movies? Yes, man. I here's here's one of the tidbits about me. This is a is an interesting. I, I like to say cool bug fact. This is a cool bug fact about me. Um, there's a. Uh, I just, I'm the worst ever at getting spoiled for things. For some reason, spoilers find me. Nobody tells me them. I, I, I'm, you know, people don't tell me them. I just happen to be on YouTube or whatever, and I'll just see, like, boom, Han Solo dying. Oh, Han Solo dying in the new movie. And, like, for Marvel movies, you know, I can't watch a Marvel movie blind to save my life. You know, I, whenever Endgame came out, I was so, so careful. And I had literally video blockers on YouTube just to make sure that I didn't see any of those spoilers. And still, right, you know, right before, I didn't get a huge spoiler, but I did get like a picture of Hulk wearing the Infinity Gauntlet. And it was just there. And I was just like, okay, well, I guess Hulk wears the Infinity Gauntlet in there. But I just, I just didn't want to know a single thing about the movie. And I just, I had such a hard time avoiding spoilers. People who do it though, man. I don't know. They're just looking for they're just looking for that shock value. They want to ruin it for everybody else, I suppose. Well, I mean, my my friend was about to get the shock value of his life when he was about to find out that he is now uh, not one less friend yeah, has one less friend in his life. Great, uh, yeah. yeah. And it's over a movie that I didn't really even care Serves about. him right. <laughs> exactly. No, seriously. No, he was about to have to um, have, write a whole 
you know, an apology. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, maybe maybe you'll get a letter in the mail someday about, hey, I'm I'm so sorry that I spoiled that movie for you. Oh no, I still tease <laughs> them about it. I can't. Right. I can't. Oh, man. I'm but, with you. <laughs> but am, or we're gonna get okay. Is this spoiling it? it talking about like uh, the. I guess the we can talk uh, we, about we can cut this out if you if no you no no go ahead go ahead I, well because it left in kind of a cliffhanger it left in kind of cliffhanger so I was well I will say I will oh. say I will say that yeah it does leave on a cliffhanger that doesn't spoil anything well I'm asking is are we gonna get a part two are you gonna get a part two what you're going to get is me being cautiously optimistic that a studio sees this and says Levi this movie's great let's make a TV show out of it or let's make a big feature film out of it you know that's what i am looking to do i'm not looking to make another 15 20 minute short film about the same characters there's just all like double trouble part two triple threat or quad <laughs> squad i always i've got those i've got those lined up the sequels triple threat sequel to that's quad squad um are you start making comics Man, I wouldn't. I I would really like to make some kind of a series or something. Dude, I got it some would merch be, ideas. Yeah, do ya? Oh, uh, dude, I got some merch. We'll have to I, go I'm, over that. I'm telling you, dude. If you had a comic book and you like started, it selling would be a the, fun comic book. Oh yeah, and b- just the whole movie, just in a comic yeah. book, like that would be great advertising. It would be fun. Yeah, it would be really fun. And I mean, it's it it is what it is right now. It's out there for for the world to see. Um, and, uh, I've, I've still been entering it into film festivals and everything. I entered into about 12 film festivals. So far we've won three of them. You won? We have won three of them. You taking home the gold? Uh, we're taking home a trophy and a laurel. Yes. Uh, so, so, So we're, we're. We've gotten awards for three film festivals so far. One of them was the uh, was the film festival here in Central Arkansas, uh, and it was for the um, it was for the school that we go to, that I go to, um, and uh, one of them was in Colorado. So uh, we got an award for that one, and we also got uh, an award for the Fort Smith Film Festival, um, which I think hasn't happened yet. They actually emailed me early and saying saying we got an award just to make sure I had plans to be there at the award ceremony. But we got uh, three awards so far. Um, and, uh, we're just hoping for more people to be able to see it and hoping for like that a couple of important people see it so that we can kind of get the ball rolling on the future of what that project might look like. You know, pardon the interruption. You have now arrived at halftime of episode 58. I encourage you to please like subscribe, comment, share with your friends, share with your family. Uh, follow me on social media as all the links are in the descriptions, email me, whatever it may be, or you just might have to get up. Go get some food. Go get some drink. Uh, go use the bathroom. You currently about have five more seconds uh, until episode fifty-eight resumes. Five, four, three, two. Resume it. That's awesome. Well, I mean, that leads right into like what I I am. Tr- okay, so have I told you about uh, Crumble Cookie about my experience with them? No, I don't believe so. What's up? Okay, so I when I was in Phoenix, yeah. I um, made like a little Instagram story. Yeah. And I basically tagged them in it, and I said, "When uh, when a group of girls gets uh, a batch of crumble cookies, yeah." And I started dancing really, you know, goofy or whatever, and I tagged <laughs> them in it. Well, they DM'd me Did with they? a laughing face, oh man, and a heart. And so I was like, "Well, since I made you laugh, do I get uh, a discount?" Oh boy! And so they sent me a discount for like a batch of crumble That's cookies. That's awesome. And um, so I'm trying to get a group of people together. And I am wanting to go to the Crumble Cookie here in Conway and make like a video, like a hype advertisement kind of sort of thing. And just basically tag it as when Crumble Cookie gives you uh, a discount. A discount. And like we just go in there and we ball out on Crumble Cookie. Would they be cool with it? Would the would the, would the Conway Crumble Cookie be cool with that? I That's what I'm, I'm going to have to ask. You'd have to ask. Yeah. Would, yes. Um, or Hopefully the manager's chill. Or just trespass. Yeah. You know, well, just, we could trespass as well. Yeah, that just, works go, fine. Well, I'm telling Since you. Since that seems to be a trend, this podcast. <laughs> you know, seriously, like, you know, just just walk it. That's my thing. Is, I'm with is you. Like, I'm not a, I, uh, the stuff that I do, yeah. sometimes I do like public stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing crazy, but it's like, oh, nothing yeah, you're where good. I have to ask. No, no, no. Uh, it's fun. Public stuff can be really fun as long as you're respectful. You oh, know? yeah, for sure. But if you go with a group of people with a camera into a crumble cookie, I mean, we'll see. You have to let them know. Well, how about this? What if we all went in there and we all gave them business? We all bought some crumble cookies. And well, that's then, what I was, I was yeah. going to use that discount. Yeah. And then well, I was actually going to buy more to kind of entice it more. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking, I was going to like ball out yeah. on some crumble cookies. That's, that's what's up, man. That and sounds fun. Because I want them as a sponsor. Yeah, you do. I, yeah, d- you I do. don't have a sponsor on this podcast yet. And I want, I want crumble cookies. 
you this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Crumble Cookies. Not actual, but I don't, I don't, <laughs> maybe maybe eventually. Well, I think it would be awesome because, like, I looked at my YouTube analytics yeah. uh, the other day, and I found out that I um, have a very strong male audience. Yeah, gotcha. And so there, there's a I, I I want there to be more you know you know females to like. Well, that would listen or watch my podcast. And I really think that Crumble Cookie is a Man, sponsor. Crumble Cookie would, would bring I'm some eyes. I'm talking amp that up It so would bring much. some eyes, that's it, for it sure. It would. All the girls would be like, oh, Crumble Cookie got you. Man, if they shared it on Twitter or something, bro, to the moon. Dude, for sure. To the moon. Dude. People love Crumble Cookies. It's good. They do. And they come out with new flavors, do reviews. Yeah, do. That's what I'm saying. Like, I could do an, I could do a review for their advertising. Yeah, you or could. for the advertising portion. If ever there's an, you know, an opportunity like that, you know, you need to try and seize it. Uh, Brett right now is making a um, uh, he's making a G Fuel ad. You know he's he, they didn't ask him to they did not ask him to but he is great at editing he's great at filmmaking he can do visual effects kind of like I can and he is making right now like a, a YouTube short type thing um, and uh, it's based on G Fuel he's got some visual effects in there and everything I won't say too much because maybe you'll see it but. Um, he's, uh, he's just randomly doing an ad for them and he's going to like DM it to them and see what happens. You know, they may use it. I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. I mean, because there's people on YouTube that do that. They're oh, like, yeah. Hey, they're just randomly going to a business and they're like, Oh, Hey, can we make an advertisement for you? And they're like, and then they'll do it. Yeah. It's like They'll sick. It, it gives them promote free promotion, but it also promotes the person who edits exactly. it. And they're like, Oh man, this guy could edit really well. Yeah, exactly. I want him to. You want know, him to do more stuff for, for me for us. It's 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 all it's, it's a all great strategy. It's all about marketing. It's all about kind of publicity and that and that good clout. You know that you that you can get from just kind of um, help helping out another business or some some kind of other company. No, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, what are we? Um, let's see here. Yeah, man. If you ever want to do that, hit me up. <laughs> oh, I'm planning to do that before I go to Phoenix. Literally, hit me up uh, before I go off to Phoenix. I got what, like a week and a half. I here. will do what I can to be there. I can't. Oh, I can't make any promises right now, but I, um, I'm so, I'm so down for something like that. Oh, oh, definitely. So, like, you're out of college now. I'm out of college. Yeah. So, what do you? What are your plans? My like, plans right now are um, for for about a year uh, to continue living in Conway and continue just uh, like marketing myself, marketing the film. Uh, so that, uh, so that we, so that we keep that momentum there, um, working on the other film that me and Brett are making right now, um, in, uh, in Fayetteville and, uh, doing my freelance work just so that I can still be, you know, good with my YouTube community. Um, and I also work at, um, at a uh, storage facility here in Conway. Um, and, uh, oh, so it's, storage? yeah, you storage, yes, that's what's up, man. Shout out. Yeah. Shout get out. That, get maybe, them as a sponsor. Maybe get, get them, them as a sponsor as well. Yeah. Them and crumble cookies. Yeah, and we're good to go. Yes. Yeah. Dude, I'm talking, I would make the best advertisement if you can t- combine you storage and crumble cookie together. That's yeah. You got the best of both worlds there. You need a storage unit. You're good. You need a cookie. You're good. And man. if you get all those discounts, you're going to have to have somewhere to store those crumble cookies. Exactly, man. And exactly. no better place than you. Storage. You'll have, you'll have endless storage for all your cookie boxes that you'll have is overflow in your house no yeah uh, but um yeah i work at the storage place in conway as well so uh it's it's very sustainable kind of what i'm doing right now i can do my freelance work but i'm not relying only on that for income i can do my storage work but i'm not only relying on that you know for work so that i can also have a creative outlet um right now god's really blessing me with just kind of a a, a period of sustainability and a, and a period of me being able to both fund my passions and make money and um, can continue to live um, in Conway here for a little while. So I have no idea what, what it's all undetermined what may happen in about a year or so, really. But for now, it's Conway. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Where do you see yourself in five years? Five years probably still in Arkansas, but probably working more closely with a studio in Arkansas. Um, again, the film industry is growing here. And it will probably it will probably blow up um, just based on how cheap it is here to to film and how easy it is to find good locations. Um, but uh, I do see myself continuing to be in Arkansas if I happen to you know have a gig in 
Hollywood, let's just say, you know, if I happen to have a gig in Hollywood, we could, um, I'd probably just fly out there and do it for a little bit and then come back. You know, I'm not going to actually live probably in Hollywood, Los Angeles. I'm not cut out for like a big city, you know? Um, and so, uh, I would be really just working more closely and I would probably continue doing my freelance stuff, animation stuff. Um, really just depends on, uh, what the industry does here and kind of where it goes. You know, you you killed that question. (laughs) I, I hate that question so much. Like, what do you see? Five yourself? years. Where do you see yourself in five years? Well, did, did you practice that in the mirror? Do you like have that written down? Somewhere? So a lot of uh, some people ask me that, um, and uh, really, it's it's gotten to be a um, it's gotten to be a, a huge point of peace in my life right now. You know, I uh, you know, you ask me about girls, that's one thing. No, no point of peace right now, right there, because I have <laughs> no clue what's gonna happen there. Amen. I don't know, I don't know what the Lord's got for me there. Dude. But hey, as far as <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> man, awesome. we got to rough. <laughs> hey, dude, <laughs> we'll start a dating app, bro. That's that's hey, what's up. Dude. We start a dating app as well, along with comedy, crumble cookies, used storage, and filmmaking, and then we're we're good to go. Exactly. It, no, but uh, it's. Really really been um for me that's that's become a point of peace i've i've started thanking god a lot more and kind of um understanding like i'm not in a bad spot right now and even if i had to stay in this spot for a while what do i have i have a church community i have my friends right now that i'm really close with i have my passion that i can continuously work on and work towards daily with my freelance work on the youtube channel I have, um, and I have a job that is sustainable, that is also with a company right now that is in a good spot and is growing, um, and will probably continue to grow. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, and, uh, it's, where do I see myself in five years? I mean, even if it's here, I'm still going to be happy, you know? Well, there you have it, ladies, (laughs) (laughs) right here. This guy is content. He's on the market. He's got a short <laughs> film that's about to blow up. It's it's. I hope it's gonna do well, man. You I know? mean, th- this dude, this dude's about to run Arkansas with the film. He's it's, he's about to blow this thing out of the water. <laughs> well, we really hope that uh, that the industry continues to grow like we think it will, and we really hope that uh, that people see our stuff and like it. You know, that's at the end of the day. You, me, both, we're entertainers, and we just really want to get our stuff out there the best way that we can and market ourselves. And, um, you know, it's really up to uh, the, whoever sees it, and if we, if we get lucky, and um, if people are able to um, see our stuff and like it, you know? Oh, for sure. I mean, that's awesome. That's a really awesome way to out look on things. And yeah. Once again, ladies, you can trespass his DMs at any time. That's what's up, man. Yeah, again, trespassing is becoming kind of, a, kind of a trend here. We got, and so yeah, I'm. Yes. Yeah, we're good to go there in that regard. But I'm, um, yeah, man. Uh, with uh, with with the future, the future used to be such a big point of anxiety for me. Huge point of anxiety, dude. It's with anybody. Like yeah. I've noticed that when I went on Jensen, that even people who are in college, mm-hmm. I didn't really realize this much. People even who are in college getting a certain degree, they still don't even know what they want to do. Yeah, yeah. And and you you the 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 issue I think with kids our age and maybe even kids in high school, is um is that we really have a hard time thinking like. Um, oh, I have to have everything figured out when I'm 18 because that's when I'm an actual adult. No, I actually, I have to have everything figured out when I'm 21 because then, oh, drinking age. Oh yeah, we're good. We're totally an adult now. No, you're not going to ever have everything figured out at all. There are going like when adults, I, I feel like when adults stop being anxious is when they understand, Hey, we're all in this world together. We don't really know kind of what's going on. I, I have no idea what's going on right now. All I know is that we got to make it work where we are. And we got to make it work where we're going. Um, so I, I feel like, you know, ever since I've kind of learned that and I've and I've I, I don't have everything figured out. Obviously, I'm not trying to say that this is just like something that comes from me. No, I I have talked to so many adults that have just really mentioned like you're never going to have everything together. You're never going to have everything figured out. You're never going to just make it, you know, uh, but you can make it work. So um, if you're. Um, you know, if you're if you're struggling with those kinds of anxieties, I feel you. I've been there, but 
it's you, you really just got to make it work. You got to find what you're passionate about. You got to latch onto that um, and continue pursuing that daily if you can. And it's um, that's that's probably the best advice I could give everybody that that loves to do something, has something that they love to do. You know? Well, I, I mean, I talked about this in my last episode. Uh, shout out episode 57. Uh, but. I basically talked about the same thing that you just mentioned is like, I feel like society just pins you into like thinking that you have to have everything figured out by your time you're in your twenties. That's like, I see all these kids getting married when they're like 20, 22, yeah. And it's it's flooded my Facebook page. I know. I just constantly. And it's just like, I feel like that they're, I don't know why people are just trying to push. Like you have to grow up so fast Tough, yeah. and like they don't, you don't realize that you have the whole rest of your life ahead of you. Exactly. And it's okay to fail. It's okay. Like a lot yeah. of people just don't, like, I don't know. I've talked to so many teachers and I've talked to just even 40 year olds that are mm-hmm. just like, they look back at their life and they're like, man, I wish I would have done this differently. And I, I do not want to be like that. I do exactly. not want to be 50 and then go, you know what? I didn't go, you know, try to stand up. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't go and try to go do that. And I have this desire in yeah, my heart for a reason. And the same thing with you in film. It's like, yeah. I could see the same thing. It's like, you, we're gonna make it happen. Yes, that's, that's what it is. One way or another. Look, even if like for example, if I go to Phoenix, completely fall flat on my face again, you're gonna have another open door, bro. <laughs> I, well, God's gonna provide number one. Yeah, I'm gonna have faith in that. And yeah, then, number two, it's like I tried. Yeah, exactly. That's legit all I can do, and I, that's all I could say is like you know, hey, I yes, totally went and tried. tried for this. Yeah, I went and tried comedy. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work out, but guess what? God provided and he exactly. has, had another open door. And I mean, if that's, if that's what your testimony comes to be, that's totally fair. But man, you, you have such a presence, you know, you have such a presence about yourself that I don't, I, I've, I've told this guy off screen many times that I don't fear for his future at all. Really. I don't fear for his, you know, whenever he is going to Phoenix, whenever he is nervous about meeting new people and everything, I don't, I don't fear for you, man, just because I feel like you have the personality to be able to be dropped somewhere and make it work because that's just, that's just what I've learned about you, man. And you're able to, you know, you're able to make it work and you're able to meet new people and, um, and people love having you around. Um, but uh, not to get too emotional, you know. But wow! Uh, now you can see why I had him on my podcast. <laughs> I had him on this episode just to talk this guy up. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's been talking me up the whole episode. That's why I've, <laughs> I knew this is exactly what was going to happen. So yeah, yeah. Been, all planned, predetermined, been, predetermined. Uh, you're just like filling in for where, uh, where, where I needed just a little bit more hype and motivation man, for sure. But that's what's up, man. No, hey, I appreciate it, dude. Like that totally. means that means a lot. Yeah. Um, well, we as creators really need to really need to understand when somebody's doing well and we need to be able to affirm that you know because um filmmaking's not easy and comedy's not easy getting up on stage having a routine and everything that's not easy um but if you can just make one person smile and if you can just have one person say hey i really enjoyed that thing that you did you know um it it makes it all worth it right i i really do feel that in this time and age or this day and age, yeah. there's a very big lack of encouragement, very mm-hmm. big lack of encouragement yeah. with, with anything. Um, exactly. I, I feel like that a lot of people want to be encouraged, you know, like they're, they're like, okay, I'm doing this. And like anybody wants to be encouraged, of course. Yeah. But then I've noticed this with myself also. It's like, I, I also have a very, you know, side of me that I'm not very intentional a lot of times and I lack intentionality, Yeah. but a lot of the things that I want, I don't reciprocate like such as encouraging. I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not, I've noticed about myself that I'm just not as encouraging as I should be or I want to be. And it was just kind of one of my convictions that I've had, you know, just through reading and acts and stuff like that. You know how Paul went and mm-hmm. he was like encouraging the churches, and encouraging yeah. the nations and stuff like that. I don't know. Something about that just kind of convicted me. I was like, man, like. You know, I would like this type of encouragement, but am I doing that, you know, in my own life kind of thing? And I think that if people just encouraged each other a lot more, it would just, you know, maybe those people would would be more willing to go try something that they've always wanted to try or, you know, just honestly, it just made the 
people a lot more happy. Yeah, it would. The world would go around better. Yeah, <laughs> people people really can uh, surprise themselves in the things that they're talented in. What they what they may not know that they can do. Um, for example, with with filmmaking in particular, whenever you need somebody to act, and whenever you ask for somebody to act, um, a, a lot of the times, you know, you'll get people say, "Well, I've never acted before. I'm not an actor." And we always say that's fine. That's totally fine. That's what a director is for, and that's that's why I'm here to be able to help you through that. You know, um, I'm not saying the people who worked on Double Trouble were non-actors. They were certainly actors. But I have worked with non-actors before, and they have always done a great job. It's really just um, you know you can you can really surprise yourself with kind of how good of a performance you might be able to give, uh, just as long as you have that person there to um, to keep you going and kind of direct you in the correct way. You know, it's uh, people, people are very, a lot of people are very talented and may just not know it, you know? Oh, for sure. Like, have you ever, uh, have you ever gotten like a hateful YouTube comment? Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, like, I mean, people, I tell, tell me, tell me about that like experience. So I'll, I will. And this is actually kind of funny that you, been, you that you brought this up. Um, I made a, uh, I'm an animator. Hi. <laughs> I, I made an animation. It was just a little short, probably two minute at most animation uh, back in 2016, 2017. It was a animation of Godzilla fighting Barney the Dinosaur. Barney the Dinosaur won. Just because Barney would win, obviously, right? You know this. Barney, Barney's got the power of imagination, man. I'm, I'm putting my money on him. Yeah, I'm putting my money on Barney too. Barney totally destroys Godzilla in this animation. And I was all like, oh, this is funny. People think this is funny. And I put it up. And people, people rallied behind Godzilla, man. They were, they were mad. They were so mad that Godzilla lost. Um, and I still, to this day, get comments on there like, F you, Godzilla would win. And it's just all like, why are you so... And I personally think it's funny. You know, I think it's funny if people think that that's... That, if people take that that seriously. That... Um, but that's like a... Like, honestly, I would take that as a, a cheerful, hateful comment. Oh, it's awesome. The, the, like, uh, because, like... <laughs> You twisted the ending because Godzilla is supposed to be this dominating, yeah. whatever, and then Barney beats him up. Yeah, Barney beats him, and it's funny. And it, it, the main thing is, it's uh, it it just kind of shows like if you're if you're really getting that upset about a YouTube video, and you're really gonna trash my style of animation just because you don't agree with something that I that I made, you know, I. I I thank you for the view, honestly. Like, <laughs> thanks for watching my video that's like seven years old. I don't even expect anybody else to watch this, but yet I still get hate comments and I still get comments on on it about it. Um, so, yeah, thanks for watching, basically, is what I say to those kinds of comments. <laughs> exactly. And and one, it's the same thing with me. It's like I just do a podcast. Yeah. And so I have, whenever I started putting my podcast out there, like on Instagram Reels, mm -hmm. or I started like trying to market a little bit more, yeah. I started to get a little bit more views. And with those views, especially with YouTube Shorts, yeah. YouTube Shorts, now that YouTube took away the dislike things and they kind of like whatever people are so much more willing to just go to the comments straight up and just like say something hateful. Well, and people, then vanish. yeah, people get, I mean, people got it. I, I, I totally encourage, you know, um, any kind of opinions one way or another, you know, sometimes criticism for me is valid. Like with, with an animation, if somebody doesn't like it and they actually genuinely want to tell me why that is, I will try and take that point of criticism into yeah. account. Now, if it now if it's somebody just saw like, ah, oh, this sucks, you're silly, lol, or whatever, you know, and it's, you know that just rolls off the back. But um, some some people actually have okay intentions with it, and just like, hey, this didn't work for me. We had to uh, with the freelance stuff that I do on the YouTube channel that I work for. Um, we had a lot of people. We have a very supportive community, but um, we have a subset of that community that is. You know, they they're they're kids and they're angry if something happens that they don't really like. So they'll 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 try some styles for it. But there's also people with legitimate like, concerns, like, hey, this doesn't look as great as the other videos that you guys have made. What's going on? Um, and so that's something that we try to address on our team, and that's something that we try to take into account um, and work on. So um, that, I think all I think all comments, all feedback, at the end of the day, it all helps push us further in the algorithm, really. Well, I mean, that's all, well. That's the thing too is like if someone takes time out of their day to make a comment, yep. I mean, they're just taking their time out of their day to either good or bad. And I feel like honestly, if you you're obviously doing something good, if you have some hate, 
Yeah, man. Because like that's, I mean, that's what I've basically boiled it down to. Because I've had, I've had people comment. Uh, what was what was, <laughs> what, what was one of my favorite ones? Man. I, I kind of wanted to start a wall. That that'd be fun. But like it was, it like I, uh, I don't keep them up there for long because most of the time people are cussing. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I don't. I just don't. You can blur them out. <laughs> well, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't keep them in my YouTube yeah, comments, or I'm I don't keep you. them mostly because it's like, you know, I don't want other people seeing that or whatever. It's not like I don't really care about what you say, but it's more just as aspect of like, why did you have to go to that extent? That's fair. You know? uh, but it, one of them was, um, it was delete this podcast. It is completely <laughs> crap, man. And I'm like. All right. Well, you know what? Thank you. I guess you know I'll, I'll take that and just keep moving on with it because you know obviously, if people really are going to, if people are going to take the time to um, write a comment on something that you made, it means that they care in some way. You know, it means that they care about what the because they've watched your video like they watched it and they had an opinion on it it means in some way they cared to take the time to one thing watch the video develop the opinion they don't really like it and then care enough to write a comment about it you know um so if you kind of look at it that way just ignore the trolls you know it within reason when you can um just it's it's just kind of part of the part of the gig when you're a creator especially on some place like youtube where anybody can be behind a screen Dude, for sure. Yeah. And they, they don't even, like, they make up a name, put like a little fake profile picture. It's probably a, but I always, I, it always gives me a bunch of comfort to realize a lot of those hate comments are, are like 11 year old children. You know, that's, it's, a lot of them are just dude that, that have been in a call of duty lobby and heard a bunch of four letter words and learned this, this thing that makes their tongue feel a little spicy. So then they commented on a YouTube video. Well, the thing is though, is like, if it's 11 year old kid. Man, they are learning these things younger and younger. Call of Duty lobbies. Man, they're playing Fortnite with a bunch of oh, with a bunch of other kids that talk in the same way, dude. Oh, I remember Modern Warfare too. Man. Uh, do you remember those lobbies? Oh, dude, they were they were crazy. I yep. mean, cruel. Cruel. I mean, but that's the way the crow flies whenever, you know, it, again, anybody can be behind a microphone and they can say whatever they want. Um, you know, without without getting a ban, you know, put on them. So, um, it's uh, it just it just it just really depends. Really, if you just kind of ignore those and it's uh, and and you get used to them, it's you know it's something I've never really had a problem with. Um, whenever I was first starting out and I wasn't as good as I am now as far as animation, you know the qual my quality has just sort of increased as I have grown, just because I've I've just been doing it for longer. So I I feel like I'm a bit more experienced now. Um, so um, with that comes me understanding what I've made and that. I believe I believe the stuff that I make is quality, and I, I believe that it's good. So if some if a few people don't like it, I still always have a bunch of supportive comments that tell me, "Hey, this is this is great. You need to make more stuff like this." You know, I still have a bunch of those supportive comments, and those keep me going. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. I mean, um, I always encourage people to let me know if they don't like my content, or if they um, have something that's a problem with it, or if, you know, some, like they could recommend something or whatever. I'm very open with that because yeah. I don't want to keep on posting stuff and then people are not liking it, but yeah. I mean, some, nothing's happening right now. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess I'm just exactly. going to keep on doing what keep I'm doing. doing bro. It. Keep doing it, bro. Keep, keep investing into this. Cause I think this is something that's worth investing in. I really do. Hey, same for you, dude. I mean, also the thing is, is I want to invest in a, um, a dope Halloween costume. That's what, <laughs> that's what I wanted. And that's another thing I wanted to ask you was because I know you're the king of Halloween and you have like these planned in a year in advance. It has you been piece said. Them together. It has been and said. And then all of a sudden you go all out. I, what were you last year? So last year I was, um, I was our awesome, 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 awesome president, Joe Biden. Um, and I was, um, I was, I was him for Halloween. It was so much fun. Uh, I've made a tradition, you know, that I dress up as the president, um, for, for Halloween. Um, and, uh, not, not necessarily just for Halloween, but if I had an excuse to, I remember in, um, in high school, I thought it was just hilarious it was in, um, it was in freshman year, Donald Trump was a candidate. You know, he wasn't actually president at this time. He was just a candidate. I thought it was hilarious that he was running for president. I was just all like, I need to, 
I need to be Donald Trump for America Monday for Spirit Week at school because it just came out of nowhere. And I won first place just because it was a, it was a funny little gag. And I was going around doing a Donald Trump impression all day. So uh, And so then when he won the presidency, I was like, well, I guess he has to come back this year for high school. So it just became a tradition in high school that I would come as the president to either America Monday or Spirit Week or something like that. Um, and then whenever um, Joe Biden got into office, I was like, well... Now I need to be Joe Biden, obviously, because I have to continue my president's trend. So last year I was Joe Biden. The year before that, I was um, Heath Ledger's Joker. Um, and I was, I'm told I was very scary. I am told that you I look was very scary. I am told I was very, very scary going around and asking people if, you know, they wanted to know how I got the scars and everything. And um, I, I had a ball, though. It was so much fun. Year before that, um, unfortunately, I was Thanos, um, and um, the Thanos one is the one that we don't talk about, just because with Thanos, I, I mean, I guess the costume looked okay, but man, I, I had like this big latex mask on, and I just couldn't breathe at all or anything. It was just not an ideal Halloween. Um, but uh, that's a- after being Thanos, I was like, oh, I need to come back with a vengeance this year and and do um, do something that's really cool, and that's why I decided to be Heath Ledger's Joker next year. This year, I've got plans as well. Um, so, uh, we're, so, oh, we're, the, so the, you're not going to un- unveil. Well, or, or the thing wanna... is people watch your podcast, uh, <laughs> that go to the church. So I can't, I can't, I know we're I'm, not going to do no spoiler. I'm, requ- I'm required to not say, um, but, uh, if you want to make a community post on YouTube or whatever, whenever, if I send you uh, the pictures of, of what I am, you could certainly do that. If people happen to be curious and then they can go around the October. Hey, don't worry. I'm going to, I'm going to, you, you're going to have to send me photos of yeah. your previous ones. And I will put, put Man, them I'd up love on to. the podcast. I'd love to let the people, uh, enjoy those, but, no, but I, I, I enjoy Halloween so much. It's really all about acting. It's all about, you know, kind of be, it, being able to be that other character there. I love doing voices. I love doing impressions and everything. Um, and if, if you're able to do that for a night and it be chill, you know, I'm, I'm totally down to do it. So I, I always, I always go hard for Halloween, especially if there's some kind of like party or get together going on. Oh, for sure. I also feel like that it's a great for just the, I don't know, I guess just, do you feel like that you're just pushing yourself to, to the limit just to see you develop yourself into that character? I like to try and top myself if I can. You know, I like to try and top myself. I like to I like to do somebody that I can hopefully do their voice really well for, um, which is why Thanos was a massive failure. <laughs> um, but uh, it's, um, if, I, if I'm able to kind of act and I'm able to show off both acting and a really, really cool costume – I've I've won the night and it's one of the coolest nights I, I can have you know yeah um, so that's that's really kind of where my where my motivation comes from for those uh, also since I work with actors so often anyways if I ever get the opportunity to act I you know I lose it just because it's it's so so much fun that's awesome man yeah. like I'm I'm really pumped for this Halloween I don't know if I don't really know what I what I want to do um, man, I man are I you coming back to visit huh? are you coming back to visit for that Halloween maybe. I don't know about the Halloween. I'll be down for like for probably it would be dope. It would be, yeah. but I feel like this is too soon because by the well, time I leave, it would be the beginning of September. What if you just showed up in a costume and nobody knew who you were the whole time, and then at the end there's this big dramatic reveal? <laughs> well, look, I when I was um, I was really called out for how thin I was in yeah. high school. Yeah. Um, so. I uh, I feel like um, going as the cockroach from the Men in Black. That's that's fair. Let's do that. <laughs> yes, I was called that, so I feel like that would be a very great uh, entrance in an intro. Exactly. I wanted to get five people together, five skinny guys dressed up as the cockroaches from Men in Black. I'm a skinny guy. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, you want to be a cockroach? Look, and now look, if I didn't already have plans, I'd be so down. Dude, but I, I'm telling you, it was it would be great. And then every time someone goes through the door, we'd go. What's up? What's up? And just like that. And I'll have like a little coffee mug. Exactly. It'd be great. Yeah. That'd but be fun. Um, I don't know. I, I've never really have been the uh, dress up kind of guy for Halloween. It's I just fun. can't get an idea down usually. Mm-hmm. Um, or I usually want to do a group thing. I'm with um, you. I told, <laughs> I told, what are you, I don't think you were there for that conversation. Uh, Blake and I were talking about having a we were trying to think of a different thursday to do for uh, second college and we were going to dress up as different versions of tom cruise really that's, that that's the idea fun. i thought that would be apt i want to do scientology tom what cruise. if we did one for harrison ford and it's just or a bunch Har- of, it's just a bunch of harrison ford characters and that would be great as well we got indy we got freaking han solo we've got who else does harrison ford play i, I know he plays other people i just like 
but like you, you have you have all any Harrison Ford at character there. You could have that as well. That'd be fun. That'd oh, be for really sure. Fun. But um, yeah, Halloween Halloween goes hard for me, man. It's uh, it's a it's a fun night always, um, and I always try to you know I always try to have a good time that night one way or another. If I can make people happy, you know, I'm all about it. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Cool. That's really awesome. Well, I mean, wow. I mean, we. We've been going at it for over an hour now. We've man. been we've we've blown through that time, yeah. That we had that we had slotted. Oh no, for sure, dude. Um, really, uh, really, our our main, um, you know, my the main thing that I'm about though, and uh, and I think people have sort of been able to to figure this out. It's all about like what can I create, what can I make, how can I make people happy, and um, you know where. Uh, where do, where do I go from here? You know, I'm not extremely stressed about the future. I try my best to um, to um, to do what I can to make myself happy, satisfy my passion, um, and then also at the same time just entertain other people um, and uh, make them make them happy along with me. Happy to see the things that I create. Um, but you know, you you and me, we're just we're just a couple of creators that are trying to trying to make it. Um, and really part of the reason why I did want to be on this podcast was just cause I feel like we're similar in a lot of ways and that we, um, that we kind of have the same kinds of, um, kinds of things from a, from a different side of the coin, you know? Oh, for sure. It's just passions in general. It doesn't yeah. really matter what it is. It's just, I always love to talk to somebody about what they really like enjoy doing mm-hmm. because I'm very, very, very passionate about stand up. I, I can talk about that for hours and you can talk about film and stuff for hours. Exactly. And it's just like, it's just one of those things where when I just l- know that someone has another passion about something, it's, it, I, I would just love to learn, learn exactly. more about it. So like, I mean, I am more than happy to open this podcast up and have another person come on here, promote Dude, themselves. I would, I would be, I would be so down. I think that that would be really, really cool because it, when, whenever other people are able to offer their perspective on things, um, it's just, uh, it's, it's just so cool to kind of pick their brain and see how they work. Uh, especially if they do something that's a good bit different than you. I, I, I've talked to you about comedy and again, I'm not, it's not something I'm necessarily cut out for, but, um, I love talking to you about it. So if you're able to have other people on this podcast, bro, I totally encourage you to do so because I think that that would be some really, really good content that people would enjoy. Oh, for sure. Uh, I think if I'm going to have more people on the podcast though, um, I'm gonna have to do a B Y O M, you know, bring your own mic. That's just, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I had to get that from uh, fun fact. I had to get that from Best Buy, but don't worry. Um, it, it's going to be great for the job. Uh, I'm going to return it tomorrow to get my money back. Exactly. So shout out, shout out to Best Buy. Shout out to Best Buy. Through. Not sponsored again. Unlike you, storage crumble cookie and um, the the other thing that we had determined that was and, on and, and and please Levi's. Come on, this dude literally wears Levi everything. I have been begging for a sponsor for so long, and they have still just that man. I'm off their radar. Come I'm on, off their radar. digital creator over here. I've you been giving create... them so much free advertisement. Well, you should. Well, you well you should create like some digital thing about Levi's, and maybe maybe they'll see it. May, who knows? Maybe they can see maybe it. Maybe yeah. you can be one of those guys that like one of those guys that makes a, it by that. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be no. fun. No, so, uh, where can where can the people find you at? People can find me at uh, a YouTube channel called um, Levitation. That's my personal YouTube channel. Uh, quickest way of finding my channel, fun fact, and this is the way that I still find it, is to look up Chuck Norris versus John Cena sprite animation and the one by levitation is by me it's got two little chuck norris and john cena it's it, it, it's a really really cool animation i made it back in 2017 i watched it's that. still my favorite one that i've ever made just because it goes so hard because when i first um, subscribed to your pot i mean not your pot but your uh, youtube channel yeah I, that was one of the first things that i saw i clicked on it was great it's fun it's so cool but um we uh we got that also i'm also um lead animator for a youtube channel called smash bracket that one's a lot easier to find again it's just smash bracket on youtube um, if you want to watch Double Trouble, um, it's it's just called Double Trouble Hyun's Dojo H Y U N S Dojo. So Hyun's Dojo on there. That's the channel that I got it hosted on, um, and that would be my movie. Um, but those are uh, those are really the the two main places you can find me. I'm, I'm most active on YouTube. All right. Well, is there anything else that you want to cover, or like anything else just to include uh, here, other than just did you where every 
can fi- everybody can find you? Yeah, man. It's it's mainly just it's mainly just kind of where people can find me. You know, keep an eye out for things that I might be posting because I'll be advertising myself pretty regularly. Um, and uh, you know, if if we happen to make any more movies or anything, just keep an eye out, and uh, we'll we'll hopefully get some stuff out there soon for y'all to watch. All right. Well, man. I appreciate you coming out. Absolutely. Being on this podcast, so bro. Like, I'm so glad that we finally got to be able too, to like, sit down with now each it, other. It took us a while. It, we fin- it really did to we get finally- on the same page. But like, yeah. I really needed to do this before I went off to Phoenix. Exactly. Because you've been really wanting to get on this podcast. Absolutely. And I um, also just was like, you know what? I think this would be awesome just to kind of open this up. And I didn't really – I want, I've wanted other people on this podcast, but I never really knew like how to do that. But other people's passions definitely yeah. – talking about that dude but hey thank you for being on bro absolutely man right. thanks for having me thanks guys all right hey crumble cookie come absolutely. on absolutely yes, let's, <laughs> let's do it let's do this right. day, man. hey sounds thanks, good bro